Rides Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Sign up to Star Sports using promo code BETBITES and on every race at Royal Ascot, you'll get up to £50 back as a free bet if your horse finishes second, beaten by half a length or less. Get pipped, get money back as a free bet with Star Sports and BETBITES. Welcome to the only Royal Ascot podcast that brings you hints, tips, insights and advice on every single race at the most valuable horse racing festival in the UK. This is Bet Bites Royal Ascot. Yes, welcome to Royal Ascot 2022 Bet Bites in association with our friends at Star Sports. Five Bet Bites podcasts this week, every single race dealt with in under 90 seconds to mark your card for every single day of the festival at Royal Ascot in this jubilee year of all years. We've got Luke Elder from Sky Sports Racing and Andy Holding from oddschecker.com to look at every single race. So let's cut the waffle and get on with things. It's Royal Ascot Bet Bites in association with Star Sports. This is Bet Bites Royal Ascot with Star Sports. From oddschecker.com, this is Andy Holding. The curtain raiser on day two of Royal Ascot for this year is a stellar-looking renewal of the Queen Mary Stakes, which is a two-year-old contest for the Phillies. Quite a few of these have done some good numbers so far this season, so sorting the wheat from the chaff won't be easy. But the pick of the bunch, certainly from my perspective anyway, is dramatised from the Carl Burke stable, who made a sparkling debut at Newmarket backer towards the back end of April. She was sent off 9-4 to favourite that day and she was always prominent and once uh, Danny Tunhope uh, went for her at the two furlong poles, she quickened up really smartly to beat a horse who's gone on to win subsequently and uh, as the uh, visual impression of the performance suggested, her time figure backed up everything about that effort. She won by four lengths, she could have won by further. The only negative was she drifted a little bit to her left in the latter stages but providing that kink can be ironed out she's going to take a very high rank uh, tomorrow I would suggest drawn 17 uh, middle to near side that looks the place to be based on what we saw on day one of the rest I do think uh, Carmella is slightly overpriced the odds ran about 33 to 1 look a shade big uh, considering she was um, a rather unlucky fifth in the Marygate at uh, York two starts ago when she missed the break and then came through strongly in the latter stages. And she put matters right by beating a horse who's gone to win subsequently called Cole Case at Carlisle last time out. In pretty tenacious fashion, it has to be said as well, because she was headed over a furlong out. She looks as though a stiff uh, five furlongs based on the evidence of what we saw uh, 19 days ago or suit. And as we know, David Lockname's two-year-olds are pretty reliable at this level. Drawn 14, right bang in the middle. She can also outrun her odds. But whether she's quite good enough to be dramatised remains to be seen. But either way, those are the two that I'll be playing against the field. Bet Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. From Sky Sports Racing, this is Luke Elder. 
race two on day two of Royal Ascot is the Queen's Vase. That's a, a real staying test uh, for the three-year-olds over a mile, six furlongs and 34 yards. But this group two contest is, is open enough, in my opinion. You can take things one of two ways. You can side with my Russian counterpart, Eldar Eldarov, uh, who has been pretty well supported already and has been the one who has been a real talking horse building up to uh, Royal Ascot for the Roger Varian team. Uh, saw out a mile and two furlongs really strongly at uh, Newcastle last time around. He beat Post Impressionist, a horse who we'll see later on in the week in the King George V uh, stakes on uh, Thursday. But I prefer one at a bit of a price. I'm not sure it's the strongest of races for all that it is open. And Ruler Legend for Fozzy Stack I thought is interesting. Uh, drawn in stall two, I think Jamie Spencer will try and go forward. That's important. On the round course, it was very hard to make up any sort of ground uh, on day one at Royal Ascot. He was impressive last time around beating Shark Bay. Uh, a couple of outings ago, finished a, a good second over at Cork behind uh, Gasham. Yes, form-wise, maybe isn't as exotic as uh, a few of the others, but that's not exactly what you need uh, to win this sort of race so for the queen's vase i'll take ruler legend at a bit of a price get the top hat and tails ready it's bed bites royal ascot in association with star sports A small but select field goes to post for the 340 at royal ascot the princess of Wales stakes which is at race number three and it's a group one if ever you saw it with that five uh, tremendous uh, horses uh, scattered from all around the globe uh, taking each other on but the pick of the bunch uh, by some way is Bay Bridge a very very exciting horse so Michael Stout of course had the derby winner with Desert Crown the other day and he's got a really good older horse here on the evidence of what we saw uh, by and large last season but more predominantly this season in the uh, Brigadier Gerard Stakes. He was having his first run for 208 days so he might have been accused of being a bit ring rusty but uh, that wasn't the case as he swept by uh, Mustadaf in the uh, latter stage of that race to win uh, pretty decisively. His time figure, as the performance on the ice suggested, was extremely good. His back-end sectionals are also good as well. And it's become uh, no surprise, anyway, to see the form already upheld with the fourth horse, Dubai Future, uh, winning the um, the Wolferton Stakes at Royal Ascot on day one. He got beat 11 lengths. It just shows you the performance levels of Sir Michael Stout's Colt. And he remains on track for races such as the Coral Eclipse and maybe the King George uh, later on in the season. Uh, albeit he's a strong fancy, this won't be no pushover because he is up against Shearman Classic winner uh, Shariar and, of course, uh, Lord North as well, who um, was uh, victorious in this race uh, last year. So an absolute stellar renewal of the uh, Princes of Wales stakes, despite only five runners. But if he gets the run of the race, then Baybridge is going to be very difficult to beat. For advice and support to stay in control of your gambling, visit BeGambleAware.org. Time for the Phillies and Mares to strut their stuff in the Duke of Cambridge at stakes. A group two over one mile. Uh, currently, we have got eight runners set in the field. Hopefully, uh, that remains as uh, well. Otherwise, we don't have two places and a, a bit of an each way uh, part of the contest will be gone. But Saffron Beach is likely to be a fairly warm order at the head of the, uh, the market. Has got a £5 penalty, of course, for winning the Sun Chariot uh, last season. But undoubtedly, she's the one with the most potential in this race. And the likes of Mother Earth, they, they are a danger, but they do have a bit to fine so I'm going to give one more chance and it is one more chance to Primo Baccio who 
on her day, she is a very, very useful individual. Last time around, she just pulled too hard at Goodwood. Things didn't go right whatsoever in the Conqueror at Philly Stakes by Mrs. Fitzherbert. I'll give her a pass on that. She had some really good form last season. I do think this track at Ascot will suit. It's her first start at the, uh, the course, but on her best, she very much has to come into things. Like I say, the likes of Mother Earth, I don't think will be too far away. Interesting that Aidan O'Brien has put cheap pieces on, something he has used pretty well in the, uh, the past and uh, to a decent uh, effect. Obviously, was tried out in the uh, the lockinge last time around at uh, Newbury. No match for the likes of Baid and Real World, but we saw on day one that probably wasn't a bad run at all uh, in comparison to this race. So we'll try Primo Baccio each way, but a competitive uh, Duke of Cambridge uh, to come up next. Plenty of top tips and absolutely no waffle. This is Bed Bites Royal Ascot. Royal Hunt Cup for race five on day two is always a very uh, trappy puzzle to solve. And this year's uh, renewal is no different. A whole host of horses uh, come here having been laid out for the race. So the best policy I always find in these circumstances is to go with a horse who has been um, got plenty of track form in the past and is also drawn uh, next to a rail. I think sometimes being stranded down the centre is a little bit of a negative. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, the obvious choice, to my eyes anyway, particularly at the prices, is symbolised from the Andrew Baldwin stable. Andrew, of course, made a sparking start uh, to the meeting with a winner on day one. And this horse has got a really excellent record at Ascot, uh, albeit he's yet to win at the uh, Berkshire venue. But that, that hasn't stopped him hitting the frame on a multitude of occasions, including as a two-year-old when he was fourth in the Windsor Castle. Subsequently, he's gone on to finish uh, placed in uh, many of the big handicaps here uh, on the straight track, most notably when run up to Aldari uh, on his uh, final two starts at the Berkshire venue towards the back end of last season in October. And we know how good Aldari is. He's already proved himself at uh, Group 3 level so far this season. He had a really good comeback uh, at Thirsk uh, on his seasonal reappearance when he was run up behind Mutasarbek. And that form, as it stands, is pretty good. But he's definitely better suited uh, by big field, strongly run handicaps, which I'm pretty sure he's going to face tomorrow. Harry Davis is the final uh, cherry on the top, um, um, taking a nice five pounds off. And although plenty of others can be fancied, of course, uh, with the nature of the race being uh, competitive as it is, uh, I'd be pretty surprised if Symbolised isn't there or thereabouts at the finish. So I'd make him a decent each way bet. Well, the penultimate race on day two of Royal Ascot is the 5.35. Uh, that's the Windsor Castle Stakes, a five furlong two-year-old listed race, uh, where we've got a bit of a warm order for the Aidan O'Brien team. Ryan Moore taking the ride on Little Big Bear. Drawn in stall two more towards the far side. We didn't really get any sort of gauge on if there was a bias uh, at all on the, uh, the straight course yesterday, so we can't really factor anything in with that. I don't think it'll be a negative uh, all the same. And uh, from what we've seen, Little Big Bear is a very classy individual, and I'm fully with the Bally Doyle uh, runner was a, an impressive winner last time around that was at nace when yes a short price favorite but uh, beat alexis sorba who had a, a relatively tall uh, reputation i know is a horse who has been beaten a couple of times now but finished second on uh, both of those i do think little big bear is very much one that will live up to the hype uh, the likes of chateau uh, didn't win on debut managed to finish uh, third at uh, salisbury but ran a good race to win at beverly i know can find a little bit of uh, trouble but hopefully we'll get a clearer path today and bolt action is of interest 
progress for the Rogerian team. Just the one start so far when winning at uh, Leicester, but it's a Windsor Castle. There are tons that you could throw into the mix in this. I will say about the American runner uh, for Wesley Ward, Iradatis Jr. taking the ride. Things didn't go right at all with Golden Pal. I don't fancy Seismic Spirit. This is the one that I was quite strongly against of Wesley Ward's horses coming into this week. Uh, was caught at Churchill Downs on that first start. He, he got a little bit tired and I'll be honest, there's a horse that I wasn't really sure why Wesley Ward was bringing him over. So he's probably a certainty Seismic Spirit. Uh, best of luck whichever way you are looking. I'm with a little big bear, but uh, enjoy day two at Royal Ascot. Hopefully we find some winners. Final race on day two of Royal Ascot 2022, and it's the Kensington Palace Stakes, which is a handicap for the Phillies and Mares on the round track over a mile. Um, maximum field guard post here, 22. Track position, uh, I'd, I'd suggest, is going to be uh, crucial with regards um, sorting out the winner of this race. So, sort of like middle to lowish draw, might be the order of the day. You don't want to be posted out right on the outside, like Dubai Love, for instance, drawing stall 23. And we've got uh, plenty of horses who like this track. Um, I thought Finneon, uh, who um, represents a David Marnain stable, uh, is entitled to plenty of respect having finished second in this race last, says, race last year. So you'd imagine connections have had their eye on returning with a bid to go one place better. And she couldn't have started a season off in any better fashion when she won at Chester uh, back in May. Like the way she went through that race that day and... Uh, considering she handled uh, ground which arguably uh, wouldn't have been entirely suitable, suggests that uh, she's in spanking good form. Also, another thing to note that day, she defied a very high draw. She's drawn 11 of 11, so you'd want to be upgrading that performance. Talking of 11, well, she's number uh, 11 on the race card today, and uh, for Cohen's and his backers, she's also drawn 11 again, so lots of ones and symmetry uh, next to her name. All in all, a decent each way uh, opportunity there for Fidian. The other one I quite like is State Occasion from the Rafe Beckett Stable, the informed Rafe Beckett Stable as well. Seven winners in the last 14 days. And this horse warmed up for a tilt at this prize with a cracking effort first time out at Chelmsford. She got the race in the steward room. It's still a, an encouraging run all the same. And I've noticed that she was uh, also uh, runner-up here on her final start here back in September when she was second to Don't Tell Claire, which is uh, extremely strong form. Ground conditions, well, um, they pretty much all come alike to this uh, mare. She handles a bit of ease. She's pretty good and good to firm ground. And uh, she's very consistent. She's only once been out the frame in her nine-race career. And that, of course, was on her debut as a two-year-old, which also was at this track. So plenty of things to like about state occasion. So I'd probably be playing those two against the field. Finian and State Occasion. And so ends day two of Royal Alaska Bet Bites. Uh, thank you once more to our contributors, Luke Elder from Sky Sports Racing and OddsChecker.com's Andy Holding. Uh, we are back on day three. Uh, hopefully we've got a few winners uh, to tide you over between now and then. A huge thanks to our sponsors, uh, Star Sports Bet. If you want to sign up to an account with them, please use the code BETBITES when you do so. Always gamble responsibly. Be gambleaware.org. This has been a sports betting media production and I have been David Eason and we'll see you all on day three. Bed Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Sign up to Star Sports using promo code BETBITES and on every race at Royal Ascot, you'll get up to £50 back as a free bet if your horse finishes second beaten by half a length or less. Get pipped! 
Get money back as a free bet with Star Sports and Bet Bites.